Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. On June 13th, 2023, the Denver Nuggets are NBA champions. Jamario Moon turns 43. And the Cleveland Cavaliers are officially in a 30-way tie for the best record in the NBA. This is Across the Cavs on Network 216. Welcome back, folks, on this Tuesday morning. Jamario Moon, Goodwater, Alabama native. Played 101 games for the Cavs. He celebrates a birthday today. He only averaged five points a game. Didn't shoot it well, but he could dunk. Appeared in 11 playoff games during the 09-10 season. He also had some playoff appearances with Toronto and Miami. Played briefly with the Clippers after the trade that landed the Cavs the number one pick for Kyrie. And then played eight games for the Hornets during the 11-12 season on the worst team ever. They went 7-59. and he was teammates with Kemba Walker, B.J. Mullins, Derek Brown, Bismack Biombo, D.J. White, Tyrus Thomas, Gerald Henderson, Matt Carroll, B.J. Augustine, Corey Higgins, Boris Dia, Reggie Williams, Corey McGetty, Eduardo Nahara, and, of course, the one-time Cavs lottery pick. Kind of a bust. Really a bust. Yeah, Desagna Ja. Really didn't. He averaged two points in his career. Desagna Ja. Had 12, uh, 1,185 points in 601 career games. Didn't make a three. He made one three for the Mavericks. So there's his career achievement. No, the Sagna Jop had a long career. He was a lottery pick. Good for him. There's no reason for me to be slandering to Sagna Jop today. But the Denver Nuggets did it. They got a ring. Jeff Green, NBA champion. How cool is that? Yeah, I had Heat in seven. I was pretty confident that Miami was going to get it done, that they had a chance, that it could happen. It didn't. And I was wrong. Heat culture didn't prevail. And honestly, I don't understand why Max Struess got so many minutes in the last game over Duncan Robinson. Didn't have an amazing finals. He had 3, 10, 9, 12, and 5 points. But after all of his closeout minutes in game four, he played almost the entire second half. I don't understand why Max Struess, who he did have some good moments, but overall he still shot five for 12. His shooting numbers in the finals, Max Struess. And even last round, last two rounds, these are Max Struess's last 10 games of the playoffs. Three for nine, four for nine, one for five, three for eight, three for eight, 0 for 10, four of 10, one of seven, 0 of four, five of 12. He should not have been in over Duncan Robinson. That's not great. Very proud of Kevin Love. Last couple of games, he really came on and played well. So I wonder where he ends up next season. I'm certainly curious about future, he had a couple of great blocks last night, had that 1-3, came up with the steal. His minutes weren't, weren't consistent in Cleveland or Miami, but he stayed ready. He had some good moments, helped them to a major win over the Bucks during that first round upset. I'd love to see where he ends up. I don't expect a return, but he should not be a DNP CD guy next season. He should be getting regular minutes. I don't know where. Plenty of teams have a use 
Honestly, Philly could have used what he had to offer more than George Niang gave them in the playoffs. I'm not sure what they're going to do. You know, they got the new coach, Nick Nurse. You're going to have to get some Embiid insurance should he miss games again. I don't know if Paul Reed's going to cut it over there if they like him enough. If he wants to see, he likes it over there, but he doesn't play enough. But talking about Max Strews, at least now, maybe. Cavs can get him for cheaper, right? It's not going to cost much after the last, the way he just finished up. Had some great moments earlier in the playoffs, but it's hard to be great in the NBA. It's not an easy thing. So you think about how easy some of these guys make it look and have made it look. And we're like, oh, yeah, it's a hard league. It really, I mean, Nicole Jokic made everything look effortless. His numbers in the finals, 27, 10, 14, 41, 11, and 4, 32, 21, and 10 with two blocks, 23, 12, 4, 3, and 3. Then 28, 16, and 4 yesterday. He was just unbelievable. I mean, the Nuggets lost, what, four games this postseason? Four games. Swept the Lakers. Lost two to the Suns. One to Miami, one to Minnesota. And in the last round, Jokic 34, 21, and 14, 23, 17, 12, and 3, 24, 6, and 8. In the closeout game, 30, 14, 13, three blocks. Dude's unreal. Best player in the world. Should have won MVP. Had a career high in assists this year. Career high in field goal percentage. 12 rebounds a game, 25 points a game. Third year in a row, averaging over 25. He's way better than Joel Embiid. Talk about Embiid's injuries. Jokic's games played in his career. This was a career low, by the way. 80, 73, 75, 80, 73, 72, 74, 69. His career has just been unbelievable. He's got playoff averages now in 68 games of 28, 12, and 7, a steal and a block. In his playoff career, shooting 53%, 41 from 3, 83 at the line. And the funniest part of this, and you've seen all the jokes, Nikola Jokic is treating this like a day job. It's a nine to five. Obviously, he's got different hours. He just wants to go home and ride his horses and relax. We joked about it, but it's true. All people want to do is share that Taco Bell picture, you know, again, again, again. But the picture, him getting drafted by him getting drafted during the Taco Bell commercial. But they just want to show the picture of him being an overweight child. That overweight child is an NBA champion. Yeah, he was a big guy, so what? But the best image, really, the one I'd like to see even more of, and hopefully it's circulating further, is him at five years old wearing the Denver Nuggets pullover, playing uh, a racket sport. He's five at the time, five. Big vision. Drafting him, watching him develop as he did. He was supposed to be Nurkic's backup, and by the end of his second season, he got Nurkic out of town, and he was the starter. There's not been a player like him, his size, who can do what he does, facilitate like he does. No one stopped him. Anthony Davis couldn't even guard him. Bam was a four-time-in-a-row all-deselection, couldn't stop him. DeAndre Ayton didn't even want to try. Rudy Gobert was on three DPOIs. 
to do nothing. Jokic is something else. Now, it's it's tough because the Heat earned their way in. I was rooting for them all the way. Wanted to see the underdog prevail. But the thing is, you know, it doesn't always work like that. They got there and they just couldn't deliver. And, and also, talking about the Nuggets, Nikola Jokic. 40-plus points on three occasions in the playoffs. Once against Miami, once against Minnesota, once against Phoenix. They lost all three of those games. 53-4-11 against Phoenix in a loss. 43-11-6 against Minnesota. That was the game they lost. 41-11-4 in game two, and they lost. He's been unbelievable. They went 1-0 when he fouled out, by the way. He was just so damn good. So damn good. I, I don't I don't know how else to say. Obviously, the rotation was a little different in the first round. They're still giving DeAndre Jordan minutes over the first few games. Very minimal minutes before ultimately changing up. The Nuggets didn't lose a single game by double digits in the playoffs. They lost to the Suns by 5-7. and seven. And Jokic had 30-17-17 in one of those losses. Lost to Minnesota by six, and the game to Miami was by three. Eleven games decided by single digits, and then nine double-digit wins. Two against Miami. Actually, three against Miami. Last night was the slimmest margin of victory for them in the series. Jokic had a positive plus-minus in 18 games. He's just insane. I haven't even mentioned another player on the Nuggets yet because of how good he was, but Jamal Murray is a perfect sidekick and occasional number one. Jeff Green had his moments earlier in the playoffs, but he held them together. Bruce Brown, the Nets really chose Patty Mills over Bruce Brown. What up to see a Patty Bruce Brown saying, Patty Mills over me? Nothing against Patty Mills, but he's not Bruce Brown. Especially that Patty Mills barely even cracked the rotation throughout the season this year. He got spot minutes in one of their first-round losses during the sweep to Philly. Meanwhile, Bruce Brown contributing to the finals. Christian Brown, heck of a selection. Aaron Gordon really stepped up. And for all the inconsistencies he had, MPJ yesterday, 16-13. and 13. Five double-doubles over his final 10 games of the postseason. And really, he was off. He didn't score 20 and twenty points against the Lakers or against the Heat, but he was there when they needed him to be. Defensively, he did some things. His assists went down. He actually had zero assists in three of the games, but he, he, he was a threat. All those back surgeries, and now, folks, he's a champ. He's forever an NBA champion. KCP brought some massive championship pedigree and sure his numbers weren't great seven six six seven and eleven but he had a massive three yesterday he had two steals and three blocks yesterday after three steals and two blocks the prior game five steals and five blocks over his final two games of the finals a couple of 20 point games in there during the playoff run a lot of threes the perfect acquisition see how important he was during his four years with the lakers by just watching what he did with the nuggets too bad he couldn't help the Wizards much a year ago. But nonetheless, congratulations to Denver. 
Udonis Haslam, heck of a career. You made it all these years. Happy trails. Let's see what the Heat end up doing. They got to pay Struess or maybe the Cavs pay Max Struess. Here's our transition into Cavs segment of the show. Max Struess is an underdog. He's had his moments, but he's certainly an underdog. We remind you, you can sign up for Underdog Fantasy with promo code 216. They'll match your first deposit up to $100. Again, that is Underdog Fantasy, promo code 216. They'll match your first deposit up to $100. Sure, he's an underdog. You know, Max Struess had a really bad last couple of rounds, but maybe that means the Cavs can get him for cheaper. I'd love to see him come over. Dylan Wendler's probably gone. Lopez gone. Neto gone. Danny Green gone. They got an option for Lamar Stevens. He'll decide Diakite and Isaiah Mobley if they come back on two ways. They got the partial guarantee for Sam Merrill. You do have Dean Wade guaranteed on a normal deal. It's pretty cheap, though. Five million, then six million. So we'll see what they wind up doing with him after his poor play late last season. Yeah, Rubio for two more years. Okoro for this year, and then we'll see. This is Jetty's last year on his deal. Levert's a free agent as well, so let's see. Garland's paid up. Allen is paid up for another three seasons. Mitchell is paid up for another two seasons with an option for 25-26, which I feel like he'll decline for more money. Make some moves. We talked about this with Mac on the It's Cavalier pod a few weeks ago. You know, we could see Struess. You know, we could see Grant Williams. You could see Gary Trent, Nas Reed. There's a lot of options. Bismack even is a backup five. One thing I don't think they should be doing, though, no matter what, don't trade Jared Allen. Don't. We got the big one-two punch here. Don't. Don't blow it up. Don't go crazy because of the last couple of poor playoff performances. The Cavs are built on their size and their bigs. It's what makes them good. It's what makes them special. Do not, I repeat, do not move Jared Allen. Do not do it. No, no, no. Allen and Mobley are the future up front, at least for this year. Maybe after the season, if it doesn't work, fine. Allen knows what he has to do better now after his poor showing in the playoffs. And that's definite. He knows what has to be done. It's got to be better. He will. Cavs are going to be okay. They're tied, as I mentioned in the beginning. The Cavs are tied for the best record in the league. A whopping 0-0. They haven't lost a game in this new season. We've got the draft next week. Of course, it stinks they don't have a, a first-round pick. Cavs pick at number 49. Now, also unfortunate, we're not going to get Luke Travers or Khalifa Jop next season. Maybe the year after. Both bring potential. Both fill needs that they have. Travers is a slasher and great defender. Jop is a big man with size who can protect the rim and block shots. What does the future hold for the team? We don't know. Hopefully good things, right? I don't expect to see a draft night trade with the Cavs. We're only at number 49. But we'll see. Getting Don meant sacrificing a couple of firsts, including this year. Jazz take that pick over. One of a few that they have for the first round. So let's see what happens. Very excited for free agency in a couple of weeks. 
Cavs are certainly going to be are going to be players in it. See who they pick up. It's going to be fun. Cavs are coming back. We're going to have actual Cavs content. Get some more interviews, players on here. But that's it for this. Cross the Cavs on Network 216. Make sure to leave a review. Head to our YouTube channel, Network 216. Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Google Pods. Type in Across the Cavs. You like what you see. Rate, review. This is your favorite Cavs pod, after all. See you next time. Oh, <laughs>